At Merkle, we have one goal, to transform experiences. Merkle delivers hyper-personalized experiences across platforms and devices. From analytics to commerce, we empower businesses to form the capabilities that make experiences irresistibly personal. With a data-driven CXM approach and 30 years of amplifying Fortune 1000 companies' customer portfolios, Merkle is well-equipped to be your partner in marketing excellence. Visit Merkle.com to learn more. Welcome. Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Talks. I'm Joe Keenan, Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail. I'm joined on today's episode by Samir Desai, who is the Chief Digital and Technology Officer at Abercrombie & Fitch Company. And Samir and I today are going to be discussing the launch of Share to Pay for Abercrombie & Fitch's Hollister brand and kind of talking about this new and innovative way that Hollister's customers can pay for uh, purchases. So thanks for joining me on today's show, Samir. Great to be here. Thanks for having me, Joe. So as I noted, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the new Share to Pay functionality that you launched. Um, so can you tell our audience a little bit about Share to Pay and why Hollister has decided to introduce this service for its customers? Yeah, happy to do that. Um, so I'd say about a year and a half ago or so, you know, at ANF, we um, kicked off a large scale exercise across all of our brands to start to better and more deeply understand our customer journeys, kind of from beginning to end. And we mapped out all the different touch points. And with our Hollister brand, you know, we have predominantly a Gen Z customer. And even within Gen Z, it's really that high school teen that makes up the lion's share of our customer base in that brand. And what we were hearing and seeing through that customer research uh, very clearly was a key friction point in conversion. These high school teens were spending a tremendous amount of time on our apps and our website, browsing product, adding product to their bag, um, but then ultimately hitting a wall where they didn't have the purchasing power, effectively a credit card to be able to check out. And then were you know, dependent on their parent typically to be able to buy on their behalf. And that process of helping their parents understand what it is that they wanted to buy, screenshotting, texting. It was just a very painful process and many times you know, uh, resulted in abandonment. And so our teams really kind of latched onto that problem and effectively tried to figure out what's the best way to deliver a, uh, a much more frictionless experience and allow that team to be able to buy more seam seamlessly. And so out of that, you know, we did a lot of test and learn, which we can talk about in a little bit, but, but ultimately, you know, came this concept of share to pay, where the teen is able to add items to their bag and effectively through our mobile app natively be able to send that bag to their parent. And then their parent will get a notification via text. They click on a link and the, on their phone, on their app, they'll be able to open and see the items that are in the bag, have the ability to remove any items that they don't feel are appropriate and then effectively check out very quickly through a one-click purchase um, and complete the purchase. And so that just makes everything much more seamless um, and keeps it inside of our app versus screenshots and texts. And uh, and we've been able to uh, trademark the name share to pay as a result and have actually also applied for a patent um, that's pending now for the technology. Yeah, so first of all, thanks for that. That's It really provides a good overview for this. Uh, audience on on what the share to pay is and and why it was introduced and how it's addressing a pain point that your customers at the Hollister brand were experiencing. So you noted um, this traffic was happening a lot of times on Hollister's mobile app. The share to pay share to pay functionality is currently available on that Hollister mobile app. Tell us a little bit about why 
prioritizing um, the launch via this app? Yeah, great question. So, you know, again, given that our customers, predominantly that high school teen, you know, we're actually seeing them spend a tremendous amount of time on our mobile app, browsing product and looking at the different kind of assortments. Um, and more than I'd say 20% of our digital business is actually coming through our mobile apps today. And so, you know, we, uh, we as, a, as a brand have a strategy of pushing our customer more to our mobile app because, you know, they're logged in, we understand uh, who they are as a named customer, and we can really help personalize their experience on our mobile app much more so than our website, um, where they're more of an anonymous visitor or customer until they log in. And so we, we chose the mobile app as the first place to be able to build this capability because we knew we could deliver the best, richest experience there. And that's where our customer was already spending a lot of their time. Um, so, so that's really where we've launched first. And then, you know, ultimately, you know, we're going to continue to test and learn and see if there are other channels that make sense for this functionality. But, um, you know, we're, we're really adopting a mobile first mindset uh, with, uh, with a lot of our experiences that we're introducing. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense that logged in users, so you're able to know who the shopper is, better tailor their experience, as you noted. Uh, I guess the follow up there, Samir, is you know, with the mobile app going first, do you have plans to make share to pay available uh, in other channels, specifically maybe uh, the desktop and mobile sites as well? Potentially, I think you know one thing that we really kind of leaned into is this test, learn, iterate uh, culture and philosophy across our teams. And so, you know, mobile definitely made sense. That's where, based on the research, we heard loud and clear from the customer that, you know, it was most uh, wanted or desired. I think we're going to apply the same principles to our desktop and mobile web experience and see, you know, uh, one, is the customer really looking for the experience on, on those channels as much? And then two, are we able to deliver as rich of an experience that we're able to deliver natively through our mobile app on uh, and a kind of web-based channel as well? And, and if we are, then, you know, I think that'll lead us to introduce that on those platforms as well. I think an important note uh, to make here is that this share to pay technology was built in house. Um, so tell us a little bit about why that decision was made to uh, create this uh, functionality in house. Yeah, great question. Um, so I joined the company, you know, a little bit over a year ago um, in this newly created role of chief digital and technology officer. And you know, one of the kind of uh, early mandates or remits that I had is really investing in internal talent um, in this space and building up our team in-house to really build differentiating capabilities from a customer experience standpoint. And so we've invested a lot in in-house talent and really hired a good amount of folks across digital product management, design, engineering, et cetera, over the last year. Um, and in an effort to really get closer to the customer and what I like to call operate more like a tech company. And tech companies, you know, organize their teams differently into squads, smaller um, eight to twelve person teams that are, you know, striped across the customer journey and really close to that customer, understanding those pain points and friction points, um, and focusing on outcomes versus outputs. So that's a lot of the philosophy that you know we've adopted internally. And uh, and you know, we we did look out in the marketplace to see if you know, any of the payment platforms that are out there actually offer this type of capability. Um, and we were surprised to find that th it doesn't exist. So, you know, you, you look at all the kind of typical payment platforms and nobody's actually built this type of experience where somebody can add the bag and then share um, with another person to be able to kind of check out on their behalf. And so, you know, I think those two things kind of in concert led us to really kind of build this in-house and and frankly, why we've trademarked the name and applied for the patent, because we truly feel that this is a unique type of experience and type of capability that 
the market hasn't seen yet. And uh, while obviously we've launched it at Hollister, you know, it ultimately could have longevity elsewhere as well in the future. Yeah, that actually raises a good point. If you patent, you know, pending, you know, a patent, could this be something that could be licensed out to other retailers and brands if you own the technology? Um, is that sort of in the roadmap or that maybe that discussion hasn't taken place yet? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, possible. And, you know, there are no you know, definitive plans today of being able to do that or, or doing that. But um, but the options are open and, you know, we, um, after surveying the kind of market and seeing that it just didn't exist, it really made sense for us to apply for that patent and and really kind of protect the capability and the experience mm -hmm. so that we have that option available to us down the road potentially. Yeah. Um, so our audience loves to hear about the process. So talk a little about um, as you're building this in-house, who the stakeholders are involved, obviously you and the technology team, um, but also tell us like what other groups were collaborating here and also a little bit about the timeline as to um, getting started on this until ultimately going live. Yeah, so this was, you know, truly um, a fully cross-functional exercise and effort across our organization. It touched a lot of different parts um, of, our, of our company. And so, as I said at the beginning, you know, we kind of all kind of stemmed from the customer journey uh, research and, and work that we had done um, earlier. And just to do that work, it required our customer insights team, our data analytics team, our marketing partners, you know, our product teams. Um, and so th those, all, those are the teams that kind of helped us map out what the customer journey looked like. And then as we identified this friction point as one of the kind of key pivotal moments or problems to solve, you know, our digital product um, and experience teams really kind of latched onto that to really unpack what that meant for our customer. And then, you know, we've organized our teams into these agile squads that make up not only product design, but also our engineering teams, our testing teams, um, data and analytics. And so those teams were able to uh, quickly prototype different experiences, put them in the hands of our customers and collect feedback. And, you know, as with anything, the first time wasn't the perfect or the right solution. And so it took us a little bit to, to iterate through that. But ultimately, you know, within a few weeks, I'd say we got to a point where we got a prototype that resonated with customers and we felt pretty good about. Um, and then from there forward, we quickly started to kind of build that out. And it, it didn't take a whole lot to actually build it out, but we wanted to um, make sure that that MVP or minimum viable product was was right before we put it into the hands of our customers. So I'd say, you know, from kind of identifying the pain point or problem to concepting, testing, and getting an MVP out, it was probably in the neighborhood of five to six months, um, you know, all in. Yeah. So as you've noted, this is really an iterative test and learn process as you've gone through it and through the launch of the share to pay uh, functionality. Tell us some of that feedback what you were seeing as you went through that testing process and any results that you might be able to share from the testing. Yeah, so we, um, you know, we we're, 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 as we were kind of building prototypes, we were putting them in the hands of our customer. And we were um, at first finding that the experience still wasn't as frictionless as we had wanted it to be. So there's a lot of kind of UX prototypes that we were iterating through. And given that we were um, prototyping using tools like Figma and Envision, it was pretty quick for us to be able to take feedback, apply it and put it back in the hands of our customers. So that was happening in days. And then we got to a point where, okay, we got the right kind of interaction pattern or experience um, flow down. And we started kind of prototyping actually in our app. Um, and, uh, and you know, we're, we're collecting more feedback through that process. 
but ultimately it felt like we were, it was just polishing and kind of putting finishing touches at that point, because we did a lot of the kind of quick turn and iteration, you know, um, more just through UX tools. And, uh, and what we were learning, you know, now I'd say, you know, after um, several weeks of having this, uh, you know, in market is that people, customers who are engaging with share to pay as a way to check out are converting, you know, twice as much as customers who are, um, not using share to pay to convert. And so it's still very early days and, you know, there's limited um, data and traction, frankly, but, uh, but early signals are, are really strong and the customers who are engaging with this and have awareness around it um, tend to uh, check out twice as much, which is really, really encouraging. And, you know, from a conversion standpoint, that's huge. Yeah. That was actually going to be my follow-up in terms of lastly, looking at goals for this share to pay technology, um, increased conversion, and you're already seeing uh, seeing that. Are there other aspects, other goals, ways? Obviously, it's going to improve the customer experience, so there could be some potential retention benefits as well. What do you think as you look at goals for the launch of the share to pay uh, technology? Do you have at Hollister for this? Yeah, I'd say there's probably a couple. Um, so one, we started mobile first, as we've talked about. And so that gives us um, a lot of insight into how customers are using the capability, uh, how the parent or other, uh, the purchaser is actually engaging and using the functionality as well. So, you know, we're going to continue looking at those signals and keep improving the experience uh, in the mobile app for both of the both sides of that kind of experience or transaction. But, but beyond that, I think that there's also an opportunity to kind of understand how this uh, manifest itself in the physical space, right? So right now it's very much, I'm at home on the app as a teen, high school teen and browsing and sharing with my parent. Um, so it's a digital to digital experience for the most part. But ultimately, you know, can there be a physical to digital uh, or a digital to physical uh, experience here as well, where I'm in one of our physical Hollister stores in the mall and, uh, you know, I'm looking at product and I want to buy something, but my parent isn't with me and I don't have the purchasing power with me. How can, how can we uh, develop a interaction or experience that facilitates that type of purchase or checkout uh, in a more seamless way, building on this same share to pay concept and technology? And, uh, and I think that, you know, that's where the team's kind of uh, you know, focusing some of the energy as well now. Yeah, it's, it's a great point because obviously Hollister is such a, uh, as, as such a vast physical footprint as well. So kind of bringing that um, shopping ability that to share those items with the ultimate purchaser and making that experience as easy as possible um, to get this more as a as a physical solution as well can can really help. Yeah, and I'd say, you know, on that kind of the, the other benefit of that is just uh, allowing the parent um, to have a little bit more um, say, so to say, on what their child or, or teen is buying um, versus just handing them cash and letting them kind of uh, loosen them all, so to say. So, um, so I think the, the, it facilitates the checkout, but it also adds a little bit of layer of uh, review, so to say, from the parent uh, to be able to say, yep, you know, yeah. two things are good, but you know what, that other tank top, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to X that out of the, out of the bag and, and let you check out. Yep. No, that's great. Um, so I want to take the opportunity to thank Samir Desai, again, the chief digital and technology officer at Abercrombie and Fitch company. Uh, for joining us on this episode of Total Retail Talks and telling us a lot about the launch of Share to Pay on the Hollister uh, mobile app. So thank you for joining me today, Samir. Perfect. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. 
Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks. At Merkle, we are experts in understanding consumer insights and solutions in the retail industry. Visit Merkle.com to learn how we can help you deliver results with exceptional marketing.